you cruising through life not always knowing what direction you were headed? Let Live On Purpose with Dr. Paul Jenkins be your guide. Live On Purpose will give you insights into your life and show you how you can become the driver and captain of it. No more aimless wandering. By learning the principles that govern happiness and wealth, you will be able to make personal progress that you have only dreamed possible. And now, here's your host, the shrink who expands your life, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life, bringing you another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. And I'm excited, as always, to have a fantastic guest with me in studio today. This is a new friend of mine. He is a management and business consultant. He is an entrepreneur in every sense of the word, which has a whole package with it. And and a good friend of mine, Mr. Tim Esau. Say hello, Tim. Good morning. Good afternoon to all. Yeah, whenever you're picking up this podcast, that's knows, right, right. But it's always morning in my mind. That's Absolutely, my, that's my favorite time of day, Tim. It is. It's mine also. <laughs> you know, you and I have had some fun experiences lately as we've gotten to know each other, and I've noticed a few things about you that that prompted me to invite you to join me here at Live on Purpose Radio. The fact that you're an entrepreneur caught my attention because that's what I do too. Right on. And uh, as a clinical psychologist, I started my career in, in a little more of a traditional way, although I always wanted to do my own practice. And I found that there's a lot of ups and downs to being an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Is that true? <laughs> Absolutely. So, Tim, take just a few minutes, would you, and tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're coming from, what your experience is. Um, what, what do you want to share with the listeners to start off? Well, you know, I, I got to start out uh, from a, a mediocre background. I, was, I worked hard with my family, and it was a family-run business, and I was fortunate, you know, that I had uh, got a scholarship and went away to college after high school, and I learned, a, I learned a lot from working in the school of hard knocks. Uh, you never take things for granted. You never know where the next day is going to come from. But through my training, uh, through my family, I was also taught that you have to listen. And you have to mm. listen for how people respond to you because when you're out there and you're working in your own businesses... Sometimes, if you're not willing to listen, your business can be a disaster quickly. That's for sure. And I've messed up a whole bunch of things in my experience. Maybe you've had that opportunity. Oh, absolutely. As well. Absolutely. So, this thing about listening, and, and I think this is going to shape our conversation, Tim, because when, especially as an entrepreneur, sometimes I have developed this sense that that I'm the guy who has all the answers. You know, I know what's going on. I've got it dialed in. And if everyone would just know that I've got all the answers, then they would start showing up and, and my business would succeed, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. And is that pretty common for entrepreneurs? Oh, absolutely. Um, and when I got into the management consulting business, because I realized that I had a, a mastery for a different style of management than most entrepreneurs. Most entrepreneurs, they, they built, are able to build businesses around themselves and themselves only because mm. they're too busy trying to be right all the time. Mm -hmm. And when you're trying to be right all the time and you're not willing to open yourself up to feedback from other people, you get yourself into a world of hurt. I think I've heard you say the term large and in charge or something Absolutely. like that. Entrepreneurs typically are. They're large and in charge. It's their way or the highway. So there's this ego that's involved. Absolutely. And it's all about me, and it's about my gifts, and it's about what I can bring to this world, and I'm the only one who can do this right. Yes, unfortunately, that's the case. <laughs> and you're just chuckling because you know a little bit of my story, too. I do. And uh, 
here's the bottom line, Tim. We talk a lot about on this show about unique abilities and about the unique gifts and talents and passions that you have as an individual. And, And for all of you listeners, whatever it is that you really shine at and what what your dreams and passions are, that is, that is powerful and that is important. Mm. And sometimes we lose track of the fact that we're not good at everything. And so launching into to a business venture, for me, for example, I have no training in business. I have no particular experience or skill in that area. And yet because I'm really good at what I do, and let me underscore that because it's okay for me to say that. Sure. I am really good at what I do. And you know what? I'm not so good at what I don't. Right. Absolutely. And, and that's the, uh, Dr. Paul, that, that's the amazing thing, the amazing journey in the world of entrepreneurship. So many people will bury their dreams for life. Mm-hmm. They will always go to work for someone else and they will always keep it in the back of their mind what they really want to do in life. Mm-hmm. They never actually st- reach out there and grab, you know, grab the rope with both hands and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to swing away on this rope and I'm going to go for it mm-hmm. because this is what I truly want out of life. Mm-hmm. Instead of most people focus on what they don't want out of life. That's They're true. always like, well, you know, I don't want to take that risk because this is better over here because I get paid this much money and I'm on salary and I have benefits and that over there, that's just scary. I don't want to swing from that rope. Mm-hmm. I don't want. Exactly. Instead of making a list of what do you want out of life? What do you truly mm-hmm. want out of life? What is your clear intent? What's your mission? What do you want to accomplish? Well, you and I have a common friend, Brett Harward. Absolutely. And uh, Brett was on the show a while back, and he used an example of buying an airplane ticket. And if you show up at the airport and you say, okay, I want to buy a ticket, but I don't want to go to Las Vegas. It gives you an endless amount of possibilities of where you do want to go. Exactly. But how how much are you assisting that ticket clerk to get you where you want to go when all you're telling her is, here's where I don't want to go? You're not. You're not at all. Because what you're focused on is all the places that... You do or you don't. And mm-hmm. so when you actually focus and you have a clear intent and you're large in charge of your destiny and you focus, the next mm-hmm. step is is when you've established all that in your life and you have a clear vision, that's mm-hmm. really the key, is having a clear vision. Yes. And then it's willing to build a mastery group, an IQ group around you to assist you on your journey to keep you on the track. Because honestly, you if you don't set benchmarks and goals to get to your vision you don't mm-hmm. have a you don't have a course to check and it's like yeah. for instance if you're on that airplane you finally uh what do what do i want where do i want to go you set your destination and mm-hmm. you're on course how often does the pilot check the course to make sure that you're actually going to land in that place if mm. the pilot just puts the plane on autopilot and he happens to be three degrees off when he sets it and he never course corrects Will you end up at your destination? Well, after 500 miles or so, three degrees makes a whole lot of difference. Absolutely. So if you don't actually enroll people in being your lifelines to help you course correct and keep benchmarks set, you'll never end up where you want. And you know, this brings up Kind of a painful subject. Are you willing to go there, Tim? Sure. All right. When, when, you, when you need correction, let's just say that you're three degrees off, mm-hmm. and you don't know that you're three degrees off. Right. But three or four people on your team, I think you called it an IQ group or a right. mastery team or whatever. Right. This is my idea of just networking. Absolutely. And, and building a prosperity network around you that can that can give you something called feedback. Feedback. All right. Now, when you're flying, and I, I love this analogy. Let's just play with this for a minute. The plane is going to be shifted by the winds or the air currents or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? And as soon as you take off, you get blown a little off course. 
Well, there's a feedback system in the airplane, in the navigation system, that Absolutely. says, wait a minute. You intended to go this direction. You're now going that direction, even if it's just a degree or two off. Right. And that feedback allows the computer and the navigation system in the plane to make little adjustments in the tail or in the rudder or to the wings or whatever it is so that it gets the plane shifted back onto course. But guess what? The momentum of shifting back sometimes takes you off course the other direction. Correct. So that constant feedback... As the plane is monitoring, where am I and where am I going? And am I likely to get there based on my current course? It's that information that allows the plane to make those course corrections. Now, let's combine something that we said earlier with this concept of feedback. When you know that you're the best at what you do, sometimes that closes you off to the feedback that'll help you to see whether you're on course or not. Think we can do something with that? Absolutely. Let's talk and about we it. we will as soon as we come right back. Raising kids is one of the most challenging and rewarding experiences we can have in life. Your children didn't come with an owner's manual, so it's up to you to learn whatever will assist you in your role as a mom or a dad. Join me and my husband, Dr. Paul, for a free weekly discussion about all of the hot topics in parenting. Listen to what others are saying about these calls. By applying the things I've learned to the parental power calls, I'm finally becoming the mom I always thought I would be. I really like to use parental power as kind of like a reference book. So as I have concerns with my parenting, I like to be able to look up on the blog and then listen to whatever podcast seems closely related. So I like the variety of, of topics, the variety of age groups that are addressed. I'm on the parental power calls as often as I possibly can because I know I'm going to come away with something I can apply to being a parent that very day. Let us join your parenting team through parental power. Just send an email to Dr. Paul at liveonpurposeradio.com to register for the live calls. Or just check us out first through the link at drpaul.org. All of the previous calls are posted on our blog site, where you can also add your own input. Let's team up to start parenting on purpose. This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. MoreBetterBooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on MoreBetterBooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life forever. It certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States and in Israel and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hidden messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great, these titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose. So whether you're flying an airplane or running a business or even showing up in a relationship. I think this principle of feedback is a powerful one. Absolutely it is. I'm going to turn you loose on that, Tim, because I know you've got some thoughts about it. Absolutely. Feedback is, it's one of those things that most people perceive feedback as sometimes negative, sometimes positive. Um, And that's the key is how you see it. Because feedback is really nothing more than information. In my life growing up, you know, I took the harshity of what came out of my father's mouth at times, what came from my siblings, my three younger sisters, um, my friends, my peers, my coaches through football and, and my band director in band. And 
you take and you build a whole network of your belief systems through feedback. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you actually start realizing that you have this whole belief system that's counted around, that's become apparent to you as you became more heir apparent of your own initiative and abilities in life, then you finally, the day of awakening comes when you realize feedback is truly nothing more than information. It's not direction in your life. It's mm -hmm. information. So upon that time becomes what makes you defensive? Mm. So if I tell you mm. you're a green-eyed Martian and you look at me and go, where are you coming from? I'm not a green eye. I don't need to run down the state department and see on my driver's license that I'm not a green-eyed Martian. Yeah. I know I'm not. Sure. So it has no effect. If I tell you you're the mm. worst person in, in personal life, you show up as the worst friend I've ever met in my life, mm -hmm. you're probably going to go home and take a look in the mirror and go, why would he say that about me? Mm -hmm. So the key is, is how you respond to feedback. It's mm -hmm. just information. However, I like to look at it like this. If feedback's a big dog and it's got some really large teeth, mm -hmm. and when you hear the feedback... And the dog just took a bite out of your hind end, mm -hmm. and you getting all, and you feel it rising up in your soul. That you get all defensive. Mm -hmm. When that happens, go take a look in the mirror, because something's wrong. So you're saying, especially if it stings, if it bites a little, if it bites a little, that's the one you want to take a look at. Absolutely. You know what? I realized something, Tim, as you were sharing that it is information. That's all. It is. It's just information. And we're the ones who get to place a value on that information or to do something with that information, but the feedback itself is just information. That is correct. So what if the feedback that I get is that you see me as a selfish, arrogant, self-righteous, egotistical, whatever, okay? Yeah. Now, And you were, you were willing to give me that feedback. Right. I can now take that and and be offended. Mm -hmm. I can be defensive. Mm -hmm. I can become combative and try to, you know, combat. Well, you're a... You can rationalize it. I could rationalize it. I could conclude, well, Tim is just a psychopathic, you know, whatever. Right. Or I could say, huh, now this is interesting. And it's just information, but what is it information about? Is it information about me? Well, maybe. Is it information about you? Yes, it is, because you're sharing with me your experience of me. Absolutely, and that's the key. How valuable is that? It's tremendously valuable. That is how you should course correct in life. Ask mm -hmm. questions. Mm -hmm. Because the way other people see you show up in life and how you show up on a day-to-day -day basis... Mm -hmm. In business especially, as a business entrepreneur, how you show up to clients, if you stop listening to the clients, you're mm -hmm. not going to be successful for very long because you have to course correct with direction. Now, not every client's going to give you the feedback that is positive or negative to your business. Sometimes it's just information that you look at and go, I can't build upon that information. There's not enough here. Well, mm -hmm. would it be worth your while to go check a little deeper? Ask a few more questions. What, mm -hmm. what was the feedback you were giving? Where were you going? What did it pertain to? Mm -hmm. So you can get more out of it. But if it's got any sort of bite or sting, you should absolutely do research and get into it. Mm -hmm. Get into the information. Find out where they're coming from. Because in life, so many times... We have such a need to be right or wrong in life. Mm. We put ourselves up on a we put ourselves up on a pedestal, or we'll put someone else on a pedestal. When we mm -hmm. put someone, like for instance, if I walk into your office and you're the doctor, mm -hmm. and I immediately lose all track of my thoughts, and I put you on a pedestal, mm -hmm. I have to put myself on the teeter totter, exact opposite side. I have to go to the pit. Mm. Because if you're on the pedestal, 
I have to be lower than you. Yeah. So as I listen to or I give you feedback and I start taking things away from you to make myself better, to make myself be right in life, I take you off the pedestal so I can be on the pedestal. I have to put you in the pit. Mm. Becomes an interesting relationship between right and wrong. Yeah. So I think I hear what you're suggesting here, Tim, that it's not so much about being right. And if we could possibly set that aside for a minute, and maybe it's not as important for me to be right as to be open. Exactly. As to be able to hear and evaluate the feedback. Right. It's just information. Exactly. Potentially very valuable, crucial information. Absolutely. Because the thing is, one of my coaches, uh, I'm very fortunate. I have uh, two, two fantastic coaches in my life. And his determination... Just two? Just two. Okay. Well, there's a lot of people in my mastery group. I know my there's IQ. a lot more. Yeah, sure. I have two that I actually work with day in and day out that I, I consider my premium uh, prima donna coaches. And I know they, who they are. They, they, they beat me up quite regularly. I love right. that. Sorry to get you off track. Oh, it's great. But they they look at it, especially one looks at everything, whether it's working or not working. Because if it's working, it doesn't have to be right or wrong. Take feedback and look at it, not from a right or wrong standpoint, but is it working or not working in your life? Because if it's working in your life, then it's producing results. It puts fruit on the tree. If it's not working, and when you're looking at it, then the results are not happening. The fruit doesn't produce. So I thought of an example that one of... And I know that one of those coaches you're talking about is Brett Harward. We already mentioned yes, him. absolutely. And I was, uh, I was doing some coaching with Brett myself where he, he used an example of this. And I think it was a, I don't know, a, let's say it's a, a doctor, okay? I can't remember mm-hmm. all the details, and that's not important anyway. But this doctor had just purchased this new medical machine, Okay, that allowed him to do some really cool things with his practice. And he was, he'd spent, I don't know, a couple of hundred thousand dollars on this machine, this technology, and he was so proud of it. And so he made this brochure. And this brochure highlighted the, you know, Nimbus 2000, whatever it was. That's actually a broom from Harry Potter, but (laughs) you know what I'm saying. And so here's this wonderful machine, and it's got all these bells and whistles, and he even had a picture of it, and he started putting this brochure out. Okay, what are his patients thinking? They're thinking, huh? What, they don't know what this machine is. They don't right. appreciate... They have no relationship to the machine. And so they will quickly give him feedback that this isn't working. Right. Okay, this type of advertising. Because all they're seeing is maybe their visits, it's not as personally involved with him, and maybe he's going to depend on the machine to do the work, and then they're thinking, but this machine costs a lot of money, so maybe we're paying him too much money. Maybe we should look around and look for another doctor. It's probably not going to accomplish what he hoped it would accomplish. Absolutely not. Right? Because the feedback he's getting is, wait a minute, my patients aren't excited about this machine, and having a brochure about the machine is not helping to get them in the door. Right. It's not working. It's not Now, working. was it wrong for him to put that in the brochure? It's not right or wrong, but as right. long as... It's, it's never about right or wrong. It's about being bold enough to go try... Mm-hmm. And then listen to the feedback so that you know listen. if you need to course correct and go to produce results, to produce the fruit on the tree. Now, if this particular doctor were really bent on being right, might he just keep that thing in the brochure and say, well, they don't understand? Oh, absolutely. And it happens a lot, especially in strong new entrepreneurs in life. Mm-hmm. They're so bent on being right that it's amazing the journey that happens. Mm. So let's get more into that here in a minute. Being open versus being right. That's right. Cool. When you cry, be sure to dry your eyes. Because better days are sure to come. 
This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. Lawn mowers are one of the world's most notorious troublemakers. In the U.S. alone, there are over 100 deaths a year caused by lawn mowers, and over 77,000 people are rushed to the hospital each year due to trouble caused by the grass chopping machines. Aside from these graphic statistics, lawn mowers require maintenance, break down often, need refueling, and take an average of one hour to mow a typical yard. What would happen if there was a lawn mower that could mow the lawn by itself? What if it required no fuel and no maintenance? What if it was completely safe while mowing your lawn and mowing around your children? And what if it put itself away when it was finished? Sounds like sci-fi to you? Well, Husqvarna, an English-based outdoor equipment manufacturer, is releasing their latest lawn mowing phenom that handles everything stated so far. The small 20-pound auto mower also knows exactly where not to mow, like flower beds and play areas. It will go around trees or toys left in the yard, and it returns to its base when it needs to power up, and it even cuts more efficiently than most traditional mowers. Husqvarna released their automower in the U.S. just last month, which will soon be coming to a store near you. Congratulations to Husqvarna for your grass and time chopping idea. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. I've got a great idea. Wouldn't you like to know? You probably can't bear it, so I guess I'll have to share it. I thought of it a moment. I don't know the key to success, but the key to failure is trying to please everybody. Bill Cosby. And when you dream, dream big, as big as the ocean. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. It can be. I heard that recently. It can be. Because the thing is, is feedback, when, when you discover in life that you always deflect or refract, I mean, you bend feedback mm-hmm. and you rationalize with it and you try to make it to where you hear it the way you want to hear it, instead mm-hmm. of taking it straight on and face up. Right. And going to the mirror with it and looking, going, really? Wow. I never really looked at it like that. But when you finally get to the point in life where you can take feedback straight on and use it for what it is, information, and use it to be a positive change in your life, to put benchmarks and course correction in, it takes us back to, I love the analogy of being a child. Mm-hmm. Because the frequency Mm -hmm. at which we're willing to look at ourselves is truly the difference between success and average in life. So by frequency, you mean how often, how quickly? How quickly, exactly. Because Mm -hmm. as a child, we all remember those days, especially um, those that have children, young children still at home. Mm -hmm. They get in a huge fight with their best friend at five, six years old. They're fighting over the Legos blocks or whatever. And the fight lasts, what, a minute, minute and a half, two minutes, three minutes, and they're still best friends again? Mm -hmm. Whereas we as adults, we build this whole series of walls around ourselves to Mm -hmm. insulate ourselves from ever being hurt. Mm. And as we build that whole insulation barrier, then when we actually go out there and we've got the guts to start a business or start a career, and then when people give us feedback, we immediately use that insulation to insulate ourselves so that it's like, you know, they're not, uh -uh, I'm right, they're wrong. And they start looking at things like that instead of from the perspective we were talking about a minute ago, working on non-working. 
Mm-hmm. Is it producing results or not producing results? Does fruit come from or not? See, mm-hmm. as a child growing up, we didn't care. All we wanted to do mm-hmm. was enjoy life and live life to its fullest, its full purpose every day. We wanted the most that we could get. Mm-hmm. So when a friend said, I don't know, the colors you're wearing, those clothes, no. I'm sorry, but purple doesn't go with green. You shouldn't wear green pants and a purple shirt. As a mm-hmm. child, we didn't care. Mm-hmm. The feedback didn't hurt. It had no teeth. Mm-hmm. And so when the feedback, as adults, has teeth, that's why we should look at it. We get into defensive mechanisms, and we don't take it head on. We want to rationalize with the feedback. Do you know why it has teeth? I was just thinking about this as you were sharing that, Tim. It has teeth because we see the truth. We see the truth in it. Yes. And that's why it bites. Yes. Something that, It's like your Martian example. Right. Okay? Has I don't no truth. see any truth there. I don't resonate with it at any level at all. Right. And so I easily just discount it. If it cuts... If yes. it bites, if it stings, yes, then it's because I see the truth in it. Yes. And I've built up my own defenses to the point where I'm not willing to be open to the truth. Yes. And so, and let me share a personal example with this. Uh, uh, I work a lot with relationships. Mm-hmm. And there was some feedback, some very valuable choice feedback that I got from my sweet wife that... I wasn't listening to her right. about something, okay? Now, my, my immediate, that, that hurt. Your wall was deflecting the information when it was coming to you before. Well, the, the image I've created of myself is I'm very open and empathic, and I listen, and I'm a psychologist, you know, and so I'm a professional at this. Of course I'm listening And to the you. longer you tell yourself you listen without actually listening. And was it working? Well, apparently not, because here's my sweet wife saying, hey, dude, you know, my experience of you is that you're not listening to me. Right. Okay, is that about me? Yes. Is it about her? Yes. There are elements of both. Can I be open to the part that's information about me? And even... You could be. (laughs) I could. And would that assist me in making a course correction? Absolutely. Yes, if I'm open to it. If you're willing to be he, open to the information. What if I'm right, though, Tim? What if I'm right, and I know that I'm right? Well, this is what we've been talking about. Absolutely. Being right will get in your way. Just be open. Because the, the, as you said it, you perceive yourself, and when you look in the mirror, as being a great empathic person, a great mm-hmm. listener. It's part of what you've been trained Absolutely. for. I'm a you're pro. A clinical. You you've gone, you've taken the schooling, you've done everything it is to be as good as you can be. Be a professional in your industry. Mm-hmm. At the same token, when you take that so far to heart that you build up walls against anyone that comes to you and tells you anything other than what you believe, mm-hmm. your belief system your belief system has created an illusion that is certainty. Yes. And that illusion of certainty in your life, your belief system, is that you're right. You know you're mm-hmm. right. But when you take another perspective and you step back and look at it, wait a minute. I'm so convinced I'm right that my perspective is not working. And yes. if my perspective is not working... And all this information, this feedback that I'm deflecting away because of this wall I've built, this perspective, this wall I've built around myself, convincing myself I'm right, I'm so convinced I'm a great listener. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. If you're willing to take a look at that and be open to the mm-hmm. feedback, and someone like your wife says, you don't listen worth crap. You're a terrible listener. You're just absolutely horrendous. Why do you think you're a good listener? <laughs> she was a little more diplomatic than that about it. <laughs> but it's the same content. Exactly. And if it zings? If it stings, take a take look. Take a look. Take a deep look at it. Take a serious look and be humble enough to realize that your certainty is an illusion. 
Yes. As you said, Tim, your certainty is an illusion. You think you're right just because you're thinking it. And we all have this thing called a special case syndrome. Right. Where I'm, I'm a special case. I can see that everybody else gets kind of misguided in their beliefs. Yeah. But mine. Right. See, I'm sure about mine. And, and so, listener, just take a look at your own beliefs for a minute. Uh-huh. And consider how certain you are that you're right. And be open to the possibility, to the possibility that that's an illusion. Yeah. And, and Tim, you and I had an experience just last week where we got to face some beliefs. Yeah. And a, realizing that possibilities are endless in life. Nothing's truly impossible. It's all on right. how you perceive it. If yes. you perceive that things are not possible in life, then you've built a limitation. But it's your belief. It's your illusion mm-hmm. of certainty. Psychologically, your mind is constantly asking questions and giving answers. Evaluating. And one of these questions is, is this possible? And then it will give you an answer to that. And it's based on your belief system that came from where? Well, who knows? You built it somehow over the course of your life. And if your mind tells you, I can't, Mm -hmm. what's the next step? Well, you can't because your mind is telling you you can't. There is no next step. Right. And that's the point. You shut it off. You build that wall in front of you. Absolutely. If your mind says, huh, I wonder how I could, whatever it is, okay, make more money, have a better relationship, uh, succeed in my business, whatever it is, how can I versus I can't. Right. Huge. If, if your mind says, how can I, what's the next step? Right. It takes us right back to the same scenario. What do you want out of life versus what do you not want? Yes. Because if you focus all the time on what you don't want in life, what you can't have, if you always, it takes us back to the right, the wrong, the pit, the pedestal. They all come back around in the same way. If I look every day at Michael Jordan being up there and I can't be a basketball player like him, but I look to him, I put him on the pedestal. There's no way I can ever achieve what he is as long as, because the mind allows us to be all that we can be. But mm-hmm. it also limits us in the same way. That's true. It's only what we can perceive and it's opening your mind to the possibility that you could be the next Michael Jordan if you have the talent and the skill set. Mm-hmm. And the belief. Yes. The belief. Nothing is created until it's first created mentally. Right. The creation belief versus the limiting belief. Yes. Are you being honest with yourself? Are you being authentic with you? More to come. joining me for the Live on Purpose radio podcast. It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit my website, drpaul.org, to get connected with other tools for you and your family. There you will find links to my weekly e-zine, Empower, Harnessing the Power of the Mind, and to the free Parental Power teleconference that I host every week with my wife, Vicki. You can also check out upcoming events, or pick up powerful information products. Feel free to contact me directly with questions, comments, or to book me for your company or private event. Email me through drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com. You know, in today's world, people have become much more conscious of their health and wellness. Finding new and effective ways to combat the effects of disease, aging, and poor nutrition is more important than it ever has been as we look to improve our own life and the lives of those we love. Hi, I'm Micah Kagi, and a few short years ago, I discovered a company called Kayani. Kayani is a rapidly growing nutritional supplement company that is marketing in over 20 countries. Kayani's products combine the nutritional benefits of well-known superfruits with Nobel Prize-winning research and breakthrough science. Not only does Kayani help to improve health and wellness of families, 
but through the amazing business opportunity that it offers, people like me have been able to create financial freedom. Kayani has the power to change your life, regardless of where you are or what your needs may be. Whether you are new to network marketing or a seasoned veteran, you'll find that Kayani has what you've been looking for a well-financed, growing company with proven management to generate immediate income and the potential to allow normal people like you and I to succeed if we are willing to put forth the time and effort. Kayani is a proud sponsor of Live On Purpose Radio. To learn more or to join our exciting team, please visit the website, drpaul.kayani.net. That's D-R-P-A-U-L dot K-Y-A-N-I dot net. All right, Tim, I should have had the mics on just now because you were telling me about some feedback you got. Yeah. And then you and without sharing all the details of that, you you said just before I turned your mic back on, you said, and you know I don't see myself like that. Yeah, I don't. I uh, I had an interesting uh, perspective this morning giving to me um, from one of my coaches, who's a tremendous uh, Garrett J. White. Uh, he has a lot yeah. going on. GarrettJWhite.com. Yeah, he, he's he's got his own TV series now. And He'll be podcasts. on Live on Purpose Radio soon. And he was, he's just an amazing journey, but in uh, working with him on a day-to-day basis, um, he said, your development as a personal coach, he said, you will be a stronger personal coach than I will ever be. And I don't perceive myself with that. It doesn't sting or doesn't bite, but I'll guarantee you, that's something that feedback that I will definitely take a look at as to why he perceives me that way, because... I look mm-hmm. at his greatness every day, and and all of a sudden in rationale, I realize that in true authenticity and being honest with myself, I have to take a look at that because am I putting him on a pedestal so I have to stay in the pit? Or is he trying to get yeah. me to start leveling the teeter-totter so we're on an equal basis and we can work hand-in-hand hand instead of one being more important than the other? Well, that's right, Tim. The fact that you don't see yourself that way doesn't mean that there's not truth there. Absolutely. It just means that you don't see it. And I'm very fortunate to have the ability to know that feedback is feedback and it's information. It's information. And I get to perceive it how I want to as long as I take it head on. So I like this idea of leveling the teeter-totter a bit, too. Instead of the pit and the pedestal, what if we are all... Sharing Equal. our gifts. Yes. Okay. Equally, not, not the same gifts. Right. Okay. Because, Tim, your gifts are different from my gifts or different from whoever is listening to this podcast right, right now. But you are wise and you can teach me and you are my teacher. And I am wise and I can teach you and I am Absolutely your teacher. Absolutely, you can. And if I keep you in the pit, what do you have to teach me? Nothing. And if I put you on the pedestal, what do I have to offer you? Nothing. This is a beautiful concept when you realize that everyone in your world has something to offer. Yes. And can be your teacher. Yes. So this, now, you've thrown, just blown by a word a couple of times today that I want you to talk a little bit more about, if you will, and that's authenticity. Authenticity. Authenticity is probably one of my favorite words uh, right beside the most important word in my life, and that's lead with passion and live with passion. Um, Mm. Authenticity is truly being honest. Honest comes from a a Latin word. A lot of people refer to honesty. You know, are you honest? Are you being honest with yourself? Are you being honest with others? Is the feedback you're offering up honest? Mm -hmm. Is it true feedback? And so in the, in the word honest, it's a Latin word, and H-O-N, hon, means to be one. Okay. And so when you take honest and you break it to hon, the Latin definition is to be one. Est, E-S-T, is literally... It's what the, is. It, exactly. It is what is. Yes. So in that framework... 
when you look at it, it's to be one with what is. To be one with with what is, what is. in authenticity, are you truly being one with what is in your life? Are you honest mm-hmm. with you? It's not necessarily always being worried about whether you're honest in all elements of your life because there will be elements of your life that you'll catch yourself when you're telling your child a little white lie to get him to go do something. But even then, sometimes you should look at that because what would happen if you're truly authentic in all parts of your life? The little white lies mm. get to drift away. So and if I'm showing up as the guy who knows everything and who has the answer to everything, yeah, which, which is not what is, right? Right. That's just an image that, that I might work and even fight to maintain. Right. A lot of people do. And I'm not being authentic because I'm not one with what is. Right. And what is is that I have gifts and talents and strengths, and I also have weaknesses and disabilities and shortcomings. Right. And that is what is. And the day of business in this day and age is changing ever most. The Internet has changed our world forever. Because now mm-hmm. with the internet, I can do research and I can find out if someone's being honest with me in a matter of seconds. A salesman, the, That's the, true. A, a true entrepreneur now, they have to see that because the day of authenticity and honesty is here. It's within us now. That's why there's so much reality TV out there. Yes. And live streaming and podcasts. and Yes. Because mm-hmm. the people now that are in business, the entrepreneurs that are still trying to sell things on the old days when you could actually get away with selling a car without what we look at today, Carfax. <laughs> yeah. You, I want to see all the information on this car because it's available somewhere. That's right. Internet has made that available to us. Mm-hmm. Whereas the salesmen of the old days could give you a, a song and a dance and a story and you'd buy into it because they appeared to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. They true. They appeared to be authentic. That day is yeah. over. So now then the day has come when we have to be authentic. And when mm-hmm. you're authentic, border yourself with those that are authentic with you. They're your lifelines. They truly can give you gifts. They can give you feedback. So, you can be generous with them, and they will be generous with you. This, I, I just put a post on one of my blogs about this, how, how I've realized, just in the last few months, Tim, mm-hmm. as, as I've realized, I've been the Lone Ranger. You know, <laughs> That's a long subject. That's another whole hour, hour oh presentation. Gosh. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> and all the time that I've been so busy being the Lone Ranger, there is a sea of humanity. Yes. And uh, we've talked about that term a little and bit. And as you walk through that sea of humanity... The sea of humanity will give you feedback. They will give you a lot Valuable of information. Absolutely. Because when someone, sometimes the best thing in feedback, sometimes the best place to go to is someone completely outside your realm. And just go, I, I was referring to my coach a while ago, Garrett J. White. Mm-hmm. He has Joe at the 7-Eleven, clerk at the 7-Eleven. He tells this story a lot. Joe gives him some of the most valuable feedback in his business. Now, how is that possible? Joe's a clerk at 7-Eleven. It's because Joe, when Garrett shows up and asks a question, Joe gives him feedback, completely unrelated, but it's a completely different perspective. In my life, the same thing happens. I go to mentors and this, that, and the other, and I get all the IQ elements of feedback, but I'm asking for specific feedback. But sometimes mm-hmm. when I just can't quite see how something is possible in life, mm-hmm. I can't quite see how it's possible. So when I go to a completely random stranger that maybe I've met in a shopping mall, I'm sitting on a bench in a shopping mall. I love doing this. A perfect stranger. I tell them a little bit about me, where I'm coming from, something that's on my mind, and how I feel about it. And how would you perceive that? The amazing journey with that is, is sometimes the greatest insights in life are from perfect strangers. Mm-hmm. Perfect strangers. 
and they're coming from a perspective that you may not have even known existed. Absolutely. And how does that open the vision and the view for you of what's possible? In that sea of humanity, the view and the perspective on life comes from the walls we build and the beliefs we've created. And when you're willing to look outside those walls and look outside those beliefs for possibilities, when you're willing to open your mind to possibility and ask questions, the sea of humanity will provide. It will provide you without, without a shadow of a doubt. All you have to believe in is the world of possibility. And it's not just the feedback that it's going to provide, because there are resources beyond your wildest imaginations. Oh, absolutely. You think about how sweet your personal gifts are and how they can bless the lives of other people. Well, there are gifts out there you haven't even discovered in this sea of humanity and the people who surround you, whether it's the clerk at the 7-Eleven or your spouse or a business partner or a customer or some random person who's responding to a comment you made on the internet. Right. Whoever it is, here's a perspective. Being open, accepting the feedback yeah. for what it is. It's information. Right. And that's all. And you get to evaluate it and be open to the possibilities that can come into yeah. your life as you're open to that. And when you do that, it allows you to... My favorite phrase, you get to lead your life with passion and achieve your greatness. That's right. Tim, thank you for being here at Live On Purpose Radio. You get the last word. Thank you for letting me be here, Dr. Paul. It's been a pleasure. Live your life on purpose. Lead Lead with passion and achieve your greatness.